0: Nobody said this walk will be easy, no, no But I'm down for the righteous And God will provide all I ever want to hear yeah. Each and every day I wake up I can say Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord Each and every day I wake up I can say Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you, Lord. I don't know where I would
1: be without your grace. Hello, this is Savannah, and you're listening to the Black Biblio podcast. On this episode, we have my amazing fiance here, and we're going to talk about. I mean, I just posted something on Instagram where I was extremely vulnerable and. I was just basically discussing how this move to L.A. has affected me and our relationship and my insecurities and all of that. So I brought him on here today just to elaborate and discuss and maybe we can help someone out there who's going through the same thing. So say hello, Isaiah.
0: Hi, I'm Isaiah. <laughs> uh I'm Savannah's fiance, and uh, I guess we're just going to figure out a conversation for you guys, because this is extremely awkward. Uh, we're talking into a microphone. It's not natural. I feel like i got to filter everything that I say subconsciously, and I know this is about to go to the world for you guys to have y'all's judgments about it, <laughs> but hopefully it can help someone, so, you know,
1: yeah. I think
0: it'll be good conversation.
1: Nothing. I think, I think... I know it will be good conversation once we get into the flow and we get into the flow of conversation and we're talking like it's just us and we're not I mean like we're sp-
0: not looking at the microphone when we speak
1: and looking at like my computer watching our voices
0: just so it's go a lot up of, and down. It's a lot of unnatural shit going on but
1: Yeah, but how do people do this? We don't know. But let's get into it. So
0: how and- was your adjustment being moving to LA?
1: I've had a tough time moving to LA because he came here a month before I did. So I came here straight from New York and he moved here from West Virginia. Um, It was tough because prior to moving here, I was in New York all summer. I was working and we didn't even see each other before we moved here. Like it was kind of like this was the first time seeing each other in like three months because he moved here during the summer Anyone who's ever moved to a big city knows that it's expensive and it's a lot of pressure on yourself. So fun fact, when I, the first day I moved here, this is me being vulnerable. He will not be this vulnerable with you guys. But the first day I moved here, as soon as I like got to where we were staying, I just busted out in tears uncontrollably. Like as soon as I got out the cab, because I got to LAX and he didn't meet me there.
0: Yeah, it was a slip up, man. But yeah, it won't happen again.
1: Yeah, he didn't meet me there, and I was just like, I'm a tiny person. I'm a very tiny person. I'm like five feet tall, and I weigh a hundred pounds. Yeah,
0: she she got scared. She was uh definitely overwhelmed.
1: I had a lot, a of, lot bags. of people.
0: Anybody who's been to LAX is it's really crowded.
1: Uber is not your friend there.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to find Uber. It's just, like. you... It's like any other city. Like if you've never been to their airport, or you're just landing somewhere, it's kind of like hectic. You're trying to get your bags and figure, you know, where you need to go to leave the airport. So you know, I wasn't able to be at the airport to meet her when she uh when she was getting off the airport. So she was definitely uh
1: yeah. I was struggling. like I was stressed, right? And then. I moved out here for him and his dreams. So that was like on my mind too, right? So I was just overwhelmed. And as soon as I saw him, I just like, you know, we sat down and I just, I cry uncontrollably at times. Um, But I'm extremely, extremely overwhelmed. I will cry uncontrollably. Like we didn't even say hello. We didn't even have the chance to have a conversation before I started crying. So She
0: cried and went to sleep.
1: I did in my clothes. I was fully clothed when I went to sleep and I went to sleep. Well, part of it is jet lag because it's a three hour difference. Yeah. So I was also jet lagged. But yeah, I cried and I went to sleep and I woke up and it was just surreal. So that kind of set the tone. So yeah, it was tough for me. I was here a month and I got a job. Um, which, you know, it's weird. Cause when you move time, cause other people, they're just like a month and you got a job and a decent job. Like, wow, you're doing well. But in my head that month, it felt like forever. We've only been here. Like I've been here. F-
0: I've been four. here five. She's been here. Four. Well, I'll be, it'll be six, uh, the 11th of this month.
1: Yeah. And it'll be five for me. So... so yeah. Yeah, we've been here, like, almost half a year, and it feels like a lifetime.
0: It feels a lot. I mean, you know it's crazy. It feels like we've been here for, like, six months, five months for you. But at the same time, it feels like it's just been a lot of activity during those months. It's been, like, a lot of—I don't know, man. It's just It's been a filled six months. Like, you've been—
1: You're drained. It tests you in every—
0: because at the same time, I, I still feel like I'm not—I haven't settled here yet. Like, I'm still new in a sense, but at the same time, I still feel like I've done a lot.
1: Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. And then, like, the tough part is is that you got to grind. It's not just—it's a different type of grind. Yeah,
0: the, the grind is different. Yeah, the... is different. L.A. is different. L.A. is <laughs> different. California—the West Coast is different. Coming from the East Coast is— I'm a, you know what, I can't even see it, say the whole West Coast. I'm going to just say L.A. because I haven't been anywhere else. But um, L.A. is definitely different from what I'm used to.
1: Yeah, it's it's different. And being here, it's exhausting. It's been really exhausting. So, you know, just to kind of touch on like what I mentioned in the post, um, it's been something that was really hard for me when I transitioned is that I am... I can be a lot to deal with, right? I'm extremely passionate, right? And I don't know, like for the longest time, even now, um, I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life. But I have all of this passion and energy that I have to get out of me. And I need an outlet for that passion and that energy. And for a long time, for most of our relationship, honestly, Isaiah has been that outlet Right? Like, because I'm a, for one, anyone that knows me, like, knows that I love really hard. So, yeah, Isaiah was that outlet. But he works so much. And he's, his passion is channeled into his, you know, job, which is, well, not job. I, I hate saying job because it's not a job. But it is a job.
0: Yeah, my, it's a job, but it's not a job. Like, I mean, I, I would do it for free, but at the same time, it's
1: yeah, it, it's my,
0: my, what I do in my work
1: yeah so. it it's channeled into that um so which is you know he's at the beginning of his career, so sometimes he puts too much energy into that, and there's nothing left for me but it's it's it can be an imbalance, but for me, I didn't have anything to channel that energy into, so yeah, it's been tough it's been really tough for me, and I'm at a point in my life right now where I am making—I don't want to speak on things before they happen, but I'm making a lot of changes. I'm starting to figure out my passion and what I can channel that energy into and how I can just be better. And I'm starting to work on my own career and myself and defining myself outside of our relationship while still trying to maintain our relationship. So, yeah. And
0: I guess that's the hardest thing to see you go through is just, like, trying to figure something out. While I already have things seemingly, like, figured out, like, of course, you, I'm still trying to grow in my own field and, and go to that extra level and go to that next stage in my career. But, I like, I, I have a general sense of what I'm doing. Like, I, I know what I want to do, and I have that foundation. So for you not having that and trying to find it... Like, what's the adjustments that you've had to, like, what's the toughest thing about, like, finding, figuring your life out, basically? Like, figuring, like, what you want to do for the rest of your life?
1: The toughest thing for me, it's really been comparing yourself to your partner, right? Because I don't care who you are. You can say, oh, I don't, com-. you always compare yourself because you're there, they're there as a sounding board. You're, you, you complement each other, Um So with Isaiah, his skills kind of manifest themselves in something that's a little bit more tangible. He's a barber and he's a great barber. um, But, you know, after it's tangible, like you can see it, you can see the haircut versus with me. I'm a lot more intellectual. So my skills are they're just not tangible you can't see them. It's not like cutting someone's head and you, you see it and the person's like, oh, yeah, this is the best haircut of my life. I'm going to pay you $65, $100, however much for that, right? Um, with me, my skills are just, I mean, it's still trying to figure out my skills.
0: I think it's weird. I was actually having a conversation with one of my clients, so mm-hmm. this would be like, some breaking news because I haven't even told you this yet. Okay. But um, he was telling we was having a conversation about you and what you're trying to do and stuff like that, and he said it, it's different for you because you're trying to create something that hasn't that doesn't exist. So when, when you're trying to like create like a podcast or like whatever it is that you're trying to do, it doesn't exist. So it, it's seemingly harder to do that when you don't really have. Uh, like a roadmap to do it. Like it's not, it's not there. So you have to do a little bit more work if that makes sense as far as like building relationships and connections with people and stuff like that or just trying to find that, you know, that avenue. It's, I feel like Hmm. that's what he said. He feels like it's tough because you're you're not, like, I don't know. I guess as a barber, I can kind of see what I can do. Like there's examples, there's like, there's uh there's people who've already done it that I'm trying to you know they, they've already set the way they've already paved the the foundation even if you were like a basketball player you have references to go to go off of you have people's careers that you can follow but it's kind of different when you're doing something like this because you're you're kind of making it up in a sense so that's true and it doesn't exist so you kind of have to like I don't know. I can't really put it into words, but you kind of, I feel like people get what I'm trying to say.
1: I mean, yeah, that definitely resonates with me because even, I mean, in terms of the podcast, like the technical elements of a podcast there, you could look that up online. There have been people that paved the way for that, but the actual ideas behind everything, it is, it hasn't, and we discussed this earlier, um, before we met up to go eat, um, what I'm trying to do, for one, I'm still trying to figure out, like, the ins and outs of it, but I am passionate about knowledge and obtaining knowledge, just, you know, being naturally inquisitive, because I read, and for those of you who don't know, I have a Bookstagram account, and what Bookstagram is, is essentially, you know, it's like book reviews on Instagram, Um, but... Anyone who knows me knows that I love reading, I love knowledge, but I also have this deep love and passion for art and, you know, just the creative spirit in general. So I'm trying to, like, combine all of that together in this platform And it's tough. It's tough making it because I have to make it. I have to figure out, like, how am I going to do this? Like, how is this even going to come together? What sense does this make? And it's definitely hard, right? So, like, that makes a lot of sense because it's tough for me. And then also the fact that no one's done it. I mean, I'm pretty sure people have done it,
0: but... But it's different, though, because even with, like, a podcast, okay, you can look at, like, a roadmap and look at people who are, you know, doing... Or people who are successful at making podcasts, and you can see, okay, oh, they build their audience. Oh, they post this... me, Well, you know, they drop a podcast every week or, they, or every two times a week or whatever the case may be. You can look at the analytical side of a podcast to see what works and what doesn't work. But then it's like you can't force people to like what you put out. you can't force people to like your content like and you know and you're trying to be original at the same time so you're kind of creating something that doesn't really exist it's not out there so it's like you can look at certain things but you can't you know what i'm saying like okay if i'm doing a fade i can literally look online how to do step by step you can't really look at the step by step intricates of like what you need to or how to be liked doing a podcast, or how do you P, how do you get people to be interested in your story, or whatever you want to put out there? It's just it's just totally different. I feel like that's true. So like that's what I meant. Like I, and I think that's what the client meant as far as like creating something that's not it doesn't exist. Like it does exist, but it doesn't exist at the same time.
1: That's true. Wow, I didn't know you talked to your clients about me.
0: I tell you this all the time. <laughs> you, you just you just listen to what you want to listen to. Oh,
1: that's true. That's true. Don't we all? Um, so, yeah. I mean, enough about me. I didn't just bring you on the podcast to talk about me. Um, how has your transition been to L.A.?
0: It's been different. Difficult. It's been a lot. It's testing me in every way. Mm-hmm. My transition has been, I don't know, there's a lot of different tests, I feel like. Um, what you want me to start on the barber side?
1: Anything you can start on the barber, wherever your heart takes you.
0: I'll start. Uh, I mean, well, since we kind of went, I'll I'll just start on the barber side. Just, I mean, if you're like a barber or an artist or independent contractor or I don't know whatever you do, if you if you kind of have freedom over what you do to a certain degree, then. Okay, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you're, if you're like, an artist, then you kind of know... And you get paid for what your work... For your work or whatever. You know the struggle of, like, building clients... And building people who want to, like, you know... Uh, do business with you or, you know... Uh, if you offer a service, uh, people who want to buy your service... Or, you know, buy into you. So, me not being from here and me not having any clients um when I first got here was pretty tough because you kind of had to build everything from I had to build everything from scratch and on top of that I was going to a brand new barbershop so it was kind of like it's it's two like obstacles I had to overcome I had to overcome because I I mean it really didn't matter wherever barbershop I went to I was gonna have to start from scratch anyway So that was already like one strike against me. Like, okay, you're going to be in a new city. Nobody knows you. You're going to have to start from scratch, and you're going to have to go and build your clientele up. But on top of that, the barbershop also being brand new and nobody's familiar with the barbershop is like that was pretty tough because um, there wasn't even any clients walking through the door because they don't know the shop. They, why would they? You know, they it's a brand new shop, so there was no reason for them to come there. And um then you're trying to convince people, like I charge sixty dollars and that was like the price point to start out at the shop. And so then there goes the third obstacle. I'm a I'm a brand new person in a brand new city that I've you know, I'm not from. I, I don't have any relatives, nobody knows me. I'm in a brand new shop that nobody knows of and I'm asking them to charge sixty dollars. And then there's like Then you got to factor in this L.A., and I'm working in, like, West Hollywood and the Beverly Hills area, too. So, like, it's kind of different because they really judge you off of, like, um, like, social media appearance base and stuff like that. So it didn't really make... I don't feel like it made much sense for them to... um, It didn't make much sense for them to pay me $60 when I only had, like... 400 followers when I got here so it was just like it didn't really nothing made sense all across the board so that was just extremely tough to overcome and, and stay um, focused on trying to like you know make sure that I was putting in the work every day and, and not getting frustrated you know at the slow days and stuff like that but just seeing the long term and, and still staying at it you know it's, it, it takes like a daily it's it's a daily grind out here to, you know, constantly pursue your dream. So that's been a pretty tough part.
1: Which is crazy to think that, I don't know, that someone would question paying based on the fact that someone only has a certain amount of followers. That's interesting to me. Like, they're judging it based on, like, this metric of, like, popularity opposed to the actual quality of the haircut
0: yeah that that's crazy too uh uh, it's definitely different coming from the east coast because it's not like that but over here like it it really is like they will judge you based off of like uh your perception on instagram or you know or even perception on in person you know if you look rich you know that makes them feel more comfortable to uh, to spend money with you uh versus if you look you know broke then they don't really want to fool with you like that but you know so it was like overcoming all of that to you know get to where I'm at but just just staying true to myself at the same time just kind of like keeping everything in a perspective and, and knowing that I'm the talent so you know you can't really dodge me forever but so, I just keeping that internal confidence, but it was still hard to overcome that, and just kind of like adjusting to that whole that whole mentality because um it's kinda it, it is real, so mm-hmm. it's easier for someone to um come out here with more followers, say if you had ten k, it's easier for people to justify it in their mind out here at least that okay, I can go there and um get my hair cut because. They already have this certain amount of followers, so that kind of like makes them feel like you're justified, which is a strange way of thinking, but you know, it is what it is. Hmm.
1: So, in terms of like our relationship, right? How, because he works at a shop to where everyone's single, basically. <laughs> yeah, to so where everyone's single. Um, and for those of you who don't, I mean, most of you probably don't, because if you're listening to this, you probably discovered it from my page, um, who don't know what the barber industry is like, it's kind of like the entertainment industry. I tell him this all the time. I'm just like, because I've, you know, analyzed, you know, the barber market and we've had discussions, sorry, discussions about that, about that, uh, the... Barber industry, to me, it's like the entertainment industry. It's like the rap industry, right? Like, barbers act like rappers because, in all honesty, and I was surprised, they make a lot of money. There's the opportunity to make a lot of you money. You
0: can make a lot of money. You yeah. just have to, like—it just, just depends on your skill level and stuff like that. A lot of people think barbers are, like—I used to think barbers couldn't make nothing. Me,
1: too. That's
0: why I didn't want to be a barber for a long time, but it just depends on how you look at or— or how you do your business and, and your mm-hmm. skill and stuff like that, but you can or what you uh, your services and what you offer, but you can definitely make a lot of yeah. money.
1: Yeah, so you can definitely make a lot of money. But um so you have a lot of guys with these egos who act like rappers. Like some of them I've seen pictures on his Instagram and I've seen guys wearing chains while cutting hair. Designer clothes, and not even just looking like a rapper, but acting like a rapper, having the ego of a rapper, right? Um, so with that being said, they they act like rappers. They act like single guys, and you know, like the grind is everything, and you know, you gotta sacrifice everything to get to where you wanna be, and da-da-da-da-da-da. So, how is it being in a relationship?
0: It's uh it's a breath of fresh air because I mean I kinda um uh, I, I like the the sense of being grounded and having that um uh, that backbone or or just even um just support you know I know like I'm not really missing anything from that lifestyle it's not really that appealing to me I'm not even that type of person so it, you know that's nothing I would really ever indulge in but um i mean yeah like i mean it's a breath of fresh air when i come come here like after you know i've i've had a long day of work or or whatever or even just seeing that and dealing with that firsthand because you see it on instagram i deal with it in real life (laughs) so it's (laughs) like once i can get away from that and, and you know get into a comfortable environment where i have real love right there um going you know when i'm when I'm laying um down with somebody who really loves me and who really has my best interest at heart you know and who's really down for me and I can actually trust this person you know that's uh that you know that's the that's the feeling that I like going on to so i you know that that stuff is easy to to pretty much block out 'cause it's it's nothing um i know what's i know it's like a... I know what's to come from that, like I know what's down that road and, and and it's not really anything that i'm that i'm uh trying to be a part of so mm-hmm. yeah
1: and I mean that's what Isaiah's really good at, honestly, and that's why I'm so thankful to be with him, and that's you know one thing that we compliment each other with is that he's really, really good at seeing the big picture right like he's really good at looking down the road and seeing what he's doing now and how it's gonna help him in the future with me I'm as I said I have all this passion right I am just a passionate person and I'm just like no like I'm that person that will work themselves to the point of burning out and he, he won't do that he'll realize like no I need to take a break I need to have my Sundays off. I need to, you know, he knows when to step away. So because he knows like, oh, in the long term, like, yeah, like having those breaks, it's going to make you it's a it's a marathon, not a race. Right. So, yeah. How has that affected our relationship? Like, you know, that long term perspective and that marathon mentality. How has that played a role in our relationship and your career?
0: Well, it's played a role in our relationship. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's given us, I would say it's given us a a great bit of conflict in uh, our relationship (laughs) because you don't see things long term. You're you're so present in the moment. And I think that works. Like you say, you know, I look long term. But, you know, it also works to my detriment at times because sometimes I'm always looking long term and I'm not looking in the right now. So I might miss those moments that are important right now because I'm always looking into the future and then uh, vice versa with you. You're always looking into the right now and you don't look at the whole big picture. So we can kind of we can clash at times with that and we don't always see eye to eye when it comes to certain things because, you know, I'm like I said, I'm looking long term and you're looking short term. So we're not even looking at the same picture. But, you know, it's about balance. I mean, that's just life. It's a relationship life. It's all about balance. So the more we can just stay connected and and be in sync and be on the same page, I think we can be successful in in keeping that balance. And as far as my career, I think it served wonders, because, I mean, if I looked in the short term, I wouldn't even be a barber. I would have I would have quit a long time ago.
1: (laughs) That's true. I wouldn't
0: even have made it through barber school. (laughs) Yeah,
1: all the BS that we went through. And that's, like, the funny part, right? Because, like, I'm in, you know, I'm in the short term. We've been through some stuff. Like, we may elaborate more on it one day. Do you want to do it now?
0: Hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be for the future. I mean, this ain't going to be the first time. But
1: this, oh, you got, you're got you going to come on again?
0: I'll come on again. Well, you, for that, I'll yeah. come on again.
1: You like that. You like this. You like talking and people hearing your It's voice. still
0: weird because I'm it still is thinking, weird. but it's cool. It's
1: it all right. Is, yeah. Um, but we've been through some stuff together because we've been together five years. It's going on five. It's going to be five in March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be five in March, and you know I'm that short term. Was like I can't do this shit no more. I'm sick of this. I'm, a, you know, just like you know, crying and just I can't, I can't. And he's like, no, you know, we gotta, we gotta sacrifice this right now to get to this. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to sacrifice. Like, with me, and it, it is good that I'm not. To some extent, it's good that I'm not willing to sacrifice because I push you to do more and I push myself because I don't, I understand the notion of like, yeah, I got to sacrifice like temporary happiness to get to this, but I'm not willing to sacrifice for too long. Something's got to give
0: after a while. That's the thing. Like, so we'll get into these, uh, we'll get into these gripes with each other where she's really wanting. Ready to? She's ready to do what she's wanting to do right then and there. And I'm like, well, we can't really do that. I mean, we can, but no, we can't really do that. Let's wait a little bit longer, and then you're going to see the benefits of it. Okay, so we'll end up waiting a little bit longer, but it's not quite as long as I want to wait, but it's yeah. to the point to where she can't wait no more so it's gotta but it forces me to get you know on my on my grind or whatever it is. yeah you it, have I to, have to fast track it you got you gotta
1: step on the gas a little bit because if it was he is the most patient me and his mom talk about this he is the most patient person i have ever met in my life right like he moves at the he moves so slow he moves it's like he's if you look at him, it's like a, it's like a sloth in real life. <laughs> He's really, really patient. And me, I'm quick. I'm really quick. I talk fast. I move fast. I walk fast. I'm just, like, really fast-paced. And if we waited until he was ready, I feel like if we waited until you were ready for everything, like, we would have missed a lot of shit. Low-key. But you
0: know what the crazy thing is? I move really slow. But I don't. Things happen pretty quick. When you really look at like start to finish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: things have happened like bam, bam. But bam. I think
1: that's mainly because of your pace too and your ability to focus. Because you but move, th- but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you focus. Like it's not like you're moving slow on a lot of different things. Like he, he's that person that will focus on like one thing. And just be like, no, I just got to do this, right? Like, this is it. And, like, really focus on that goal and achieve that goal, which is good because, you know, he has that patience and he's willing to put in the time and the effort. Um, so that's great, right? But still, sometimes I'm a firm believer that sometimes you just got to put your foot on the gas and just go. Yeah. And, I mean, he also believes that, it, like he said earlier, it's that balance.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's a balance. So sometimes I might be doing it too slow. I need to speed it up. Sometimes she's going too fast, and she needs to slow it down.
1: Yeah, because I've been in a lot of times to where I'm just, like, moving too fast. Way too fast. (laughs) I'm moving way too fast to where, like, you got to look at me and be like, slow down.
0: So Savannah, she's just one of those types of people. She just doesn't pace herself. She goes way too fast, and she'll burn out. And, you know, it's over with. And, and she's not the only person that'll do it. It's a lot of people. I see people do it all the time. They they go so hard in the first month or week or however long they go hard for. It. And it'll be, like, some of the hardest shit you ever seen in your life. It, it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> damn, that shit gets me exhausted from watching it. And then, you know, once that little, you know, fuel or fuel, you know, whatever it is, once it's burnt out. It's over.
1: cry Because
0: she doesn't pace herself and she doesn't, like, you know, do baby steps. She's, like, she's trying to do the whole mile instead of just, how about you start walking first? It didn't jog it. It didn't run it. Like, you know what I'm saying? She'll, yeah. like, she'll try to go off the rip, like, full speed. Soon as she, you know, soon as she steps foot, she's running, you know? So it's just, like.
1: Yeah.
0: And then she just burns herself out quick. But, you know, like I said, I see a lot of people do that. You know, they'll, they'll go way too fast instead of setting these, like, realistic expectations of how they're going to do it and, and do that day to day. Because, see, I don't work that hard. I, I work hard, but I don't work that hard. I'm just consistent. Like, I don't work long, crazy hours. I, like, I keep something. Like, my last appointment is at, like, 530. I come in at 9, I leave at 530. But I work six days a week, and I do that every week.
1: Yeah. Now, sometimes
0: you've had late appointments. No, no, no. I'm just saying for the most part, though. Like, that's what my schedule, you know, I'll take later appointments, but that's extra. But I'll do that. But, you know, like, for the most part, I'm just, I see barbers do seven days a week for a couple weeks, and then they take five days off, you know. Or, you know, that type of stuff where they go or they work long shifts, and then you don't see them for two weeks.
1: I mean, that's Like, I've
0: seen that, so it's just, like... That's
1: true, but I also think it's, like, learning safe. what, you know, it's all, you know, we were discussing earlier, you know, I mean, not in the podcast, but earlier, about people's individual capacities, right? I think it's just more so figuring out your own personal capacity.
0: No, it is. I feel like that is, but even some people's personal capacities is, like, you should adjust that because you could have a lot more you could you could fill a lot more if you would do this i feel like mm-hmm. like I, I like i said i'll watch people they'll go stupid hard for uh, two weeks and then they take a vacation and they go to they go to the desert or they go they go to wherever <laughs> like whoa like you just but then they'll come back and go uh uh hard for another couple weeks and then they're off somewhere else like okay i need a vacation Oh, i just had to get away i had to clear my mind like what did you have to clear your mind from? You was going way too hard. You should have been able to pace yourself and pace those, those. You should have been able to track your steps mm-hmm. to be able to. It's well, like manage. What well, you're I doing. think it
1: depends because I know with me, it's not. It's not that bad when I do that because I strategize, right? So even when I do decide to do it, I usually get shit done. Um, I think it's when you're doing it and you don't have any focus, whether you're like slower or faster. I think it all boils down to focus.
0: Well, no, yeah, you have a good point because I've seen people who do go super hard, but they <clears throat> they'll dedicate that specific time into going super hard. But they'll they'll knock it out quick, though. But they're focused while they're doing it and they'll, they'll go ahead and finish it.
1: And then sure. they need that little break. It's like when, like, some artists finish albums. You have the artists that, like, sit there and they take their time and, you know, they like, they work on the album in, like, you know, over a year's time or whatever. And then you have the artists that will lock themselves up in a studio for, like, two months, hit it out, and, like, both artists have the ability to make a good album. It just depends on, like, if they focus, right? Like, if that art... Because, you know, there's a lot of... Like, even... Um, Diddy right like I was watching something and when what was the song I think it was it was one of the song it it was a song with Mace he took his like staff to like a desert or something and they locked themselves in and they worked all day I mean it doesn't need to be on and they worked all day and they were able to make that song which was groundbreaking and hip-hop right but they had the focus of like no you're gonna focus on this and
0: I mean, well, yeah, you Kanye goes to Wyoming, so
1: yeah.
0: I mean, you why you have Wyoming? <clears throat> I mean, you have to ask him. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you have that, but you know, it's just about I guess, like you said, you have to have a plan, though, and you have to be yeah. able to stay focused. Because even system. like,
1: there's people who work slow all the time, like who are consistent doing. It. Like we, there's people that do it, like you know, that have regular nine to five jobs. They're consistent doing it. They've been doing it for years, 30, 40 years, but they haven't moved up because they don't have a focus.
0: Yeah, you know, I I really learned that from my dad, just being consistent and just you know, seeing I get that big picture mentality. I feel like for my dad, he's always looking long term. He looks even further long term than I do, which is mind blowing probably to you. But he's very consistent and I, you know, he always used to preach that growing up. Just work-wise, being consistent, looking long-term, he's very consistent at
1: it. I mean, that's true. I mean, it's all about focus, right, and, like, priorities. Everything kind of boils down to your priorities in life. Like, even with us, um, you know, like, sometimes we're, and even since being here, we've struggled because you your focus was on work and not me. Like, there's been times to where, like, I am neglected, And, but, you know, you're making money. I mean, now, I don't know. We have Sundays.
0: We have Sundays, but it's still like a sacrifice. Because when I first got out here, I was doing seven days a week. But Mm -hmm. um, I had to, like, prioritize, like, my my values and and what's really important to me. And, you know, she keeps me grounded in that. Because I can get super, like, she, I mean, people don't realize how much, time i've really put into like what i do so like um I, I come home and i'm going straight to the videos and i'm watching barbara like she can tell you i if you look on my instagram timeline all you see is basketball and barber videos. yeah yeah
1: so. it's so annoying like he watches and he watches like the barber videos and tutorials on youtube and it's so bad that i know the terminology. Like, I can look at a haircut. Nah, I could still see the line in his fade, or, ooh, you know, like, the little things. Like, it, yeah. it's gotten bad to where, like, he's so obsessed to where, like, I know shit that I feel like the average person doesn't know.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, that's the crazy thing. Like, it's, it's really, like, It's a gift and a curse because sometimes I really don't want to look at that stuff right there. Like, I I really don't want to look at Barber videos all day, but I can't get away from it. Like, we'll go out on Sunday and sometimes I'll leave my phone in the room on purpose because I know that I'll really like it's like an urge I have to look at. I have to look and study a haircut or, or whatever I have to yeah. put in those hours. Mentally. It's an
1: obsession. It's
0: an, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And, and like, sometimes it gets annoying for me because sometimes I really don't even want to do it, but I can't, I have to do it. It's something irking me to go look. So
1: it's an addiction. You're it's addicted. It's an addiction. Yes. You're addicted. Um, but no, that's, I'm but,
0: addicted to cutting, <laughs> hair.
1: cutting like, hair. Like, why am I thinking of like a crack <laughs> Yeah,
0: I with clippers?
1: Stop. Um, also like that's something that i admire about him because like i have this extreme infatuation with like excellence and he knows this it's, it's really weird um and not just in anything like people that excel at their crafts i just think it's the most amazing thing in the world like that's why i love art that's why i love music like a lot of um the people that i know are like creatives in some way and i'm just infatuated by it so i admire that in him that's one of the reasons why i love him because he loves what he does and he's so obsessed and it's inspiring to me right because you know what's the saying iron sharpens iron yeah it's inspiring to me because i'm with someone who's like that he pushes me to do better i'm just like damn he's not slack and i can't slack right like let me do this and um and I see the results, because we've been together since high school, so I see the results of it. I see the results of someone being obsessed with what they do.
0: Yeah, you've seen the progress.
1: It's, it's interesting to watch, because at our age, you don't see a lot of people that are obsessed with what they do. Because most people go to college, and they graduate, and then they have to take the time to own, like, hone their craft. And he had a head start
0: see the thing with me was uh like when okay so i went to college uh fell i flunked out got kicked out whatever um so and i went to college for a year and a semester so uh when i went back home i, I went back home and i was trying to figure out what i want to do and once i um went ahead and committed to barbering that's when i you know i saved up money got a place in.
1: and also just to like interject he's been cutting hair since like before he went to college
0: i mean i've been cutting hair since i was 13 but you gotta think like okay i i I took it a little bit serious in like high school and stuff i was getting better and stuff cutting more people but i never took it that serious like Mm -hmm. i really didn't like it at one point i really didn't like that i cut hair because i'm like man i Everybody keeps asking me for a haircut, Well now I know I was only charging five dollars. So, but uh, like it was, it was just kind of like annoying to me. Even in college, like she would know, like she would see me uh, procrastinate and put off a lot of hair. Like I wouldn't answer a lot of people. Like I would just, uh, I get. I think whatever.
1: all barbers bullshit though.
0: I don't do that no more. But shit, sure, because they
1: paying you like yeah, that's
0: true sixty five dollars. But I really didn't like it. I, I really wasn't putting in that much time. I wasn't watching. And, Barber videos like that, like when we was in college. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, I I really wasn't that interested in it. I was trying to figure out, oh, so what do I really want to do outside of this? Like, I'm, what am I trying? I remember one day we was in the dorm room and I was Googling like what jobs pay the most, like or that that you could go. No, we were Googling
1: six figure jobs
0: within four years, like of college or some stuff like that, like something that you could graduate quick but still make six figures.
1: Yeah, because he hates school. He hates like.
0: Yeah, I hate the the institutional just sitting there and learn. Like, I just don't like it. But and uh, it's not even
1: that he just doesn't like. People learn in different ways, right? Like he doesn't like to obtain his knowledge through books, which sounds like that sounds ignorant, but it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as ignorant as you may think, because he still learns. Because he learns a lot, as you can tell. I mean, partly. His vocabulary expanded because he's with me.
0: My vocabulary is still struggling. I mean, listen, I'm not sitting here trying to be a spokesperson or I'm not trying to be a public speaker. But so I my, mean, my words aren't going to I'm not going to always have the proper vernacular to pronounce certain words, but I'm a trial. Like, you know, I'm not going to all my sentences are not always going to form in perfect uh, English structure. But, you know, it is what it is.
1: I mean, outside of that, outside of his actual vocabulary, he's intelligent. He picks up fast, right? He's a he's one of those people who learn through life. Some people like me, I learn through books. I learn through life as well, because I mean that's just natural. But he's really good at observing and analyzing his surroundings and like taking the lessons from that. Um, so he's he's not dumb, but he just doesn't like to learn by reading a book, right?
0: I don't like to learn by reading a book but I'm not opposed to it. I just don't like learning from I don't like learning. Like uh That like, sounds dumb. No 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 <laughs> I, I don't like learning like chemistry or, or or algebra. Like I'm not sitting here I'm not trying to be a mathematician. I'm not sitting here trying to write a ten page English paper about uh, a dog or you know like <laughs> or whatever you know, I'm just making up stuff but you know what I'm saying like I don't want to do something that I don't like to do like it's not
1: uh well like, I think that's just a problem with our education you know like the system as a whole right but I'm
0: a creative you know
1: you're creative
0: yeah so like I like to you know create like I'm that's what barbering is it's an art form you create you do these haircuts and stuff like that I'm not you know I'm not really trying to I'm not trying to be a nurse or I'm not trying to go to school to be a doctor or anything like that. It's just not really that appealing to me. So I
1: mean, that's true. I agree. I completely agree. That's
0: just like you. Like, you, Are you trying to go to school to be a lawyer? No. But you're really intelligent and you really love picking up knowledge, but you don't like assignments.
1: I don't like assignments. So I don't like it, bullshit. Exactly. Like, I, I have I'm a saying. very low tolerance for bullshit. And if you're giving me a paper on something to wear because i'm not dumb obviously but if you're giving me this paper on bullshit and i'm just like why why do i have to do this this is providing me no value i'm just not gonna do it like i just don't
0: yeah but that's why i put that energy into something that i did like like i was really i was really uh excited when I enrolled in barber school cuz when my my way of thinking was cuz when I moved to Charleston and I got my place it took me like a like 8 months to actually enroll in barber school because I was still trying to save and pay for barber school is expensive by the way it's 11,000 people a lot of people look at me crazy when I say that but it, yeah, it's not that cheap. Why did you um, Why don't
1: you feel the need to drop that?
0: <laughs> nah, because I because I just said I had to say, but people look at me like they'll they'll ask me like, "How much is barber school?" And I guess they're thinking like two thousand. Like no, it's like eleven thousand, mm-hmm. and it's twenty thousand out here. But um, it, just people, it's you a know,
1: scam.
0: Yeah, but uh, I was uh, I was extremely happy to enroll in barber school because I was like at this point now there's no way you can really uh there's no excuse for me not to be the best. like you can't be better than me because this is all i do now like i'm i'm putting in all of these hours to do this this is all i have to do now like i don't have to worry about no more school i don't have to worry about anything else that doesn't i don't have to worry about working At target anymore or wherever i you know just doing all of this dead end these dead end jobs that weren't providing me anything but a paycheck at the time just to survive it all i have to do is this this is what my day is going to consist of for how many hours long you know i want to do it i I just have to pour everything into this is all i have to focus on so there's no way for me to like not be you know, where I am. So that's just how I looked at it.
1: Hmm. You see why I love him. Once you, he, he doesn't talk, but once he does talk, it's so many gems that just spill out of his mouth.
0: I'm just talking, but,
1: <laughs> you
0: know. Enough about me. Let's just go back to Savannah. I'm go
1: back to, to Savannah. No, I'm just thinking. So when I'm quiet, that's like because I'm a processor. Everyone that knows me knows that like, I gotta process. Like I gotta process shit. Even at work, uh, they look at like sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy because I'm just silent. But you know I gotta think. Because
0: you always talk. So if you go silent, something's.
1: I don't always. Awful. Yeah, but it's it's very rare that people actually say something that's thought-provoking. Most people just talk for the sake of talking.
0: No, don't you hate those people?
1: Yeah, a lot of people just talk.
0: <laughs>
1: what you try to say?
0: No, I mean, I, I no, no, for the most of... part you say, yeah. but, but there'll there be them times, though.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a nah, good nah, bullshitter,
1: but I mean...
0: Sometimes you know you know what the thing is with you. What? You talk too deep all the time. And I can't take it sometimes. I just <laughs> wanna talk about some bullshit. So it's just like, man, oh, give me a God. break. I can't continue to process this. That's deep true. Shit. I
1: will come home and just like talk about some like super deep
0: shit. But it's like non stop. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like cut it off. Like turn <laughs> it off. I can't take it no
1: more. Um but, yeah, so it's rare when someone says something that's thought-provoking. So when they do say it, I'm silent because I'm thinking about it. Um, and I'm thinking about the gems he just dropped.
0: It's simple. Just, just time. It's just... Like, if I have all day to do this, that's when, I, like, when I went to barber school, this is, like, my practice. That's mm-hmm. what I, That's how I looked at it. It was, like, literally... Because the the school only charged those people who came there seven dollars, so you could imagine the people that were coming through those doors if for mm-hmm. seven dollars a cut. So, but and we weren't getting paid; they were mm-hmm. getting paid. The, the school was getting paid, but we weren't getting anything. Um, so I was cutting hair for free. If they left the damn, tip,
1: think of how much money they're making. The schools
0: yeah which i think they should have let that money go towards our tuition but that that's another story for another day um yeah so like if i'm cutting and i was cutting for free and you know i'm getting all of these people coming in and stuff like that <clears throat> i just looked at it as like practice like okay i'm going to just continue to practice and perfect this until i feel like i'm where i need to be and then it was another blessing because once i got to an actual barbershop the barbershop that i went to was a very high volume barbershop so like it was a lot of people that came in there they had a lot of walk-ins and overflow and stuff like that so um i was cutting all day every day which had its pros and cons but the pros were i was seeing every hair and it was at a college so i was seeing every type of hair texture and, and hair every race you could think of came through that door because it was a college You you know you're going to have a lot of Different um, people from everywhere, so I had a lot of practice with a lot of different types of types of uh, hair textures. So it was just a lot of practice. I I I wasn't charging that much, but I didn't really, you know, at the time I didn't care because I'm like, okay, I can just practice, and I was still getting like it was so many people like I was still getting paid pretty decent when I was there. Like I wasn't struggling. Like I was getting paid pretty decent. I was making decent money, but I got all this time to continue to practice and hone my skill.
1: I think it's interesting. I just took advantage
0: of those moments.
1: I think it's interesting, though, because it's not just the skill itself. Like, something that really resonates with me, it's just Isaiah's confidence and what he does. Because you could sit there and have the skill. There's a lot of people that have skill, but they don't have the confidence in their skill. And I'm one of those people, right? Like, eh, you know, I struggle in the confidence department. But I think his skill... His work ethic, his patience paired with his confidence is what, I'm trying to think of how to word it, what made you the person you are today, basically.
0: Yeah, so if you meet me, you're gonna be like, you're lying. But, uh. <laughs>
1: you probably think of this, like, alpha male who's like, he's not. He's very.
0: Yeah, once you see him, I'm not gonna talk to you. Um, <laughs> Not out of, like, you know, I'm not an asshole, but, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm very reserved, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to say too many words. Um, and, you know, I'm not perfect, like, I, I doubt myself too at times, and mm-hmm. but that, it scares the living hell out of me for somebody to, like, get better or be better than me, it's like, it, it's like, almost like a, you know. Oh, yeah, you, he's
1: super, you're crazy competitive
0: yeah but it doesn't exude out it's like internal it's like it's really a battle with myself but yeah
1: um, like me i'm competitive but it like shows itself in a different way
0: yeah definitely um like it shows itself like it literally shows like i
1: mean it's weird because like i can be like an alpha personality at times
0: no she's an alpha i'm an alpha internally though yeah but i'm not an alpha like i'm probably like more of a beta (laughs) (laughs)
1: Beta. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: not like, I don't know, I'm not Is a beta. Is that the actual
1: term? I,
0: what, but it's not a beta, but what's in between an alpha and a beta? Because I'm just w- what I am. Yeah. I don't really do too much.
1: No, you don't. You but
0: don't. I I think highly of myself within.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he definitely does. I know sometimes I mess with him. And um, he's just like, I mean, what what do you say? When I mess with you, you're just like, um... Yeah. I mean, it's your loss. Like, I know. I know what I am or what I offer. But what do, what, do you say exactly?
0: I mean, is what you just said yeah, pretty much? Yeah, I mean, like, true. I mean, but how should I feel? Like if I'm putting in the work. No. I, 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 but I'd be knowing, like, if I'm putting in this work where, it, okay, we can transition from Barbara and we can transition to the relationship. If I'm on my P's and Q's and. I'm doing the best of my abilities, and I'm on it, and, you know, I'm doing this, that. I can't really help it. So if you if you feel this way or, or whatever or if you don't, you know, uh, if you're going to leave me or, or if you cheat on me or something like that, God forbid, what can I do? I've done everything. But
1: what about when you're not putting in?
0: Well, when I wasn't, I felt that's when I was like, well, damn, I, I messed up. Because, we, you know, we've we've been together for five years. So we had our times where we weren't talking. We, we split up. We You know, we went through that whole stage. But first of all, that's when I wasn't confident, and that's when I wasn't on my shit. You know, I wasn't treating her the way she deserved to be treated, especially what she was given. That's why she could walk away and not feel like... Uh,
1: remorse. Yeah,
0: not feel remorse and not feel like she didn't do enough because she did more than enough. So, you know, that's when I had to, you know, put my pride to the side and and do things the right way and, and fix the things that needed to be fixed within myself so I could be a better man for her. But now that I'm the better man for her and I've done these things and I continue to do these things consistently and I'm on my shit, okay, so if you leave, and I have my confidence, if you leave, you know, it's on you at this time. Now it's on you, you know, because I'm doing everything that I need to be doing. But if we're both in the same, we 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 thinking the same and we're on the same page, and it's not gonna, we don't have anything to worry about. But you know, it's really just more of a joke than anything. She just says shit. She just want to be. She (laughs) she throws a lot of like fillers out there for people. I feel like.
1: I do. I do. I throw a lot of fillers out there for people.
0: It doesn't mean anything but it does. <laughs> just put it like that, you know. It's weird. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm very I'm very analytical and it's like when I do that, I'm just like Like for example, I was having this conversation at work like, okay. For example, I ask people all the time. I'm just like, "Oh, what's your favorite movie?" Because it says something about you, right? Like, "My favorite movie, guess my favorite movie. What's my favorite movie?"
0: What's that fucking movie that you? I don't know. What's it called? It's by. Uh, I know the movie. We watched it.
1: Yeah, we watched, and you liked it.
0: Did I really like it that much?
1: Yeah, you liked it. You're just like, there's all these gems in it. Da-da-da-da.
0: A Bronx Tale. That's what yeah,
1: called. yeah. My favorite movie is A Bronx Tale, and that says so much about my character and personality there's like gangster stuff in it there's love it's new york there's Italian it's accents. dramatic it, it, it's a great movie robert de niro's in it it's
0: no, a, it has a good story yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good uh
1: the worst thing in life is wasted talent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that says a lot about me and the person that i am So um, when people tell me their favorite movies, like, it says something about them. Like, when people tell you their favorite books, it's what the answer says about you that I'm interested in, right? So that's what those feelers are for, just for me to get a feel of who you are.
0: Then those feelers turn into judgment. You I am, see, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a track. You can track it. You know what I'm saying? So she I am
1: not that judgmental. I mean,
0: she's very judgmental, young. So no, she says that shit. If she, she's like analyzing you when she's talking to you. No. Definitely.
1: Okay. A little bit. I mean, it's not even that. I'm just. No, I'm just really good at.
0: It's judgment, but then it turns into well, I don't really care like that as yeah, long I don't as it's care. not affecting me. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah,
1: I don't care. It's not like I'm sitting here ju- like I don't care. But like, she's
0: definitely keeping mental notes. That's, oh yeah,
1: I keep mental notes, but that's just like survival, right? It's a doggy dog world. Like I gotta know if you're the type of person to like, you know, shit yeah. on me. I I don't care. Like once I get, once I analyze how you are and who you are, it's more so. Is this person like a snake? Do I need to keep an eye out for them? Or, you know, are they a good person? Is this the type of person that I would like in my life? Is You know, it's just... You call it judgment. I call it just getting to know people.
0: hmm
1: You know? I'm just really good at reading people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Don't call me judgy. I hate not people call me judgy. Just because, like, I can read people doesn't mean I'm judging them.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I know that was a pretty abrupt ending, but the one I had recorded initially got deleted somehow. And Isaiah's been too busy for us to actually record an actual ending. Well, re-record an ending. So... If you guys have any questions or you want to hear more from us, just follow us on my Instagram or follow me on my Instagram at black underscore bibliophile or you could follow the podcast at official black officialblackbiblio and thank you so much. I appreciate it if you listen to us to the end. Um, I will see you next week and have an amazing day. Bye.